Praise God. Uh, yesterday we had a grand old time celebrating a couple of birthdays for the little ones, so it was nice to see everybody here today after all of that fun-filled adventures that we had yesterday and all the preparation that had to go into getting everything ready and then all the delicious food and cake and everything that we had. Everyone was able to wake up this morning and, and be here today, so that's awesome that to, to see everybody here smiling this morning. You know, it seems like there's been... A common theme, if you will, over the last, I don't know, maybe year, year and a half with a lot of the issues that are happening in the world. And, you know, as I look back over the last few months, you know, the, the things that we always hear about are all of these different wars and all the rumors of wars that Jesus uh, spoke about that were going to happen in these end times. Um, there's lots of protests that seem to be popping up in countries where you almost look and ask yourself, well, what is it exactly that they're protesting? And, you know, it's turning, turning very, very violent. Um, a lot of things happening locally that we don't pay too much attention to. Um, I know in the workplace there and even talking with some friends and some family members, there was a lot of colds that seemed to be getting passed around in different geographical areas. And the common thing that I heard from a lot of people was, wow, I don't know what that was. I've never had that before. Or I've never been, and it's never taken me this long to shake a cold. You know, a cold evolving into flu symptoms and other things that we just, we just never dealt with before. And all of those just turn into distractions that pull us away from some of the fundamental things that we do as believers, and that's simply praying to get to, to get away with to get away from that stuff and to, to to be able to overcome sicknesses and overcome some of the fear that may come about when you turn on the news and you hear about all of this fighting that's happening and you see all of these agendas that are being pushed um, to to attack God. And so you know when we're when when businesses look at doing um, sending packages to customers they they look at some of these companies like ups who has a great slogan you know what can brown do for you what can brown do for you and a lot of times as believers we forget well what can prayer do for you so when things are coming up what can prayer do for you and that's what we're going to take a look at today is what can prayer do for us as believers you know when we're afraid to turn on the news because we don't want to hear the bad things that are happening we don't want to hear about children um, being killed or or you don't want to hear about poverty in, in areas of the country that shouldn't be poverty stricken, you know, we can, we got to remember what is it that prayer can do for us. So we're going to take a look at some some old familiar scriptures that we've seen before and look at how prayer can actually help us. So let's start by looking in Luke chapter 22. Okay. Luke chapter 22, and we're going to start in verse 39. And so we're going to take we're going to take a look at what happened when Jesus was as he was going down the road of going to be crucified and some of the things that he was doing to try to get beyond some of that anguish that he was going to feel um, when he was getting crucified. So Luke chapter 22, verse 39. Okay. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives, as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Underline, pray that you may not enter into, into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a, a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed. Underline, he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. 
Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed, underline he prayed, more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. So just from those short scriptures there, we can see quite a bit about what prayer can do for you. Okay, Jesus himself had to pray. Even being the Son of God and on this earth, dealing with all the temptations that come around, um, being a human being, even he had to pray as the Son of God. So us as not being Jesus and not being perfect, why is it that we think that we can't pray? Why is it that we think that to be able to get beyond some of the issues that come about in the world, the things we see on the news, the, thing we hear, the things we hear about from family and friends, or even those issues that we experience in our lives ourselves, we also should be praying. Because prayer, as we look through here, and if we go down to verse 43, then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. So when you're faced with trials and tribulations, which you will be faced with, prayer can bring about strength. So Jesus himself had to pray and receive some strength. All right. What else can prayer do for you? Well, if we look down here, um, if we go up to verse 40, and if we look at even in verse 46, twice, what does Jesus say? He says, pray that you may not enter into temptation. Okay? Jesus himself, we know, was tempted. Okay? He was tempted three times in the desert by Satan, and he didn't fall into those temptations. Okay? He prayed numerous times. The, the, the word talks about Jesus getting up early in the morning to pray. So Jesus knew what he was going to go through during this time on this planet. He knew that he was going to, to be crucified, but he still had to pray. So when we know, when, when God sends us on a, on a journey that we may not know the outcome, or we think the outcome is going to turn out bad for us, we should get on our knees and we should be praying because what can prayer do for us prayer can strengthen you the other thing prayer can do if you look in verse 42 and i want you to underline father if if it is your will take this cup away from me and then underline nevertheless not my will but yours be done okay as believers we go through this life with i won't say we don't have cares because we do care about things we do care about family members and we care about certain situations but when those things don't go the way that we want them to go we don't think about it forever and ever we when when things go wrong we don't get into this pity party mode of where we start crying and we start getting very fearful and we say oh woe is me i don't know how i'm gonna get beyond this we don't do that we sit down, we give it to God, we let Him handle it, and we know that everything that we experience on this planet is only for a short time because we're going to return to the Father and we're going to spend eternity in heaven. But now think about this. Would we be able to walk through that li- through this life that same exact way if Jesus decided to pray and say, You know what, Lord? Let something else happen. Okay, I can't do this. I'm not going to go on the cross. I'm not going to die for everybody's sins. So h- how about... You do it to somebody else. How about you let somebody else go through this situation? But Jesus didn't do that. Many times as Christians, when we pray to God, we we think we know the solution. So we say, Lord, okay, here's the problem that I'm facing. So what I'm going to pray to you, Lord, is that you allow this, this, and this to happen versus saying, Lord, you know what? I'm going through this situation. First of all, thank you for this trial and tribulation because I know I'm going to experience it. But, Lord, you have the answers. Give me the answers. You take care of the situation. I don't have the answers. Whatever your will is to be 
done, let it be done. You know, if you've got a family member that's living in your house that you don't want there because they're taking up all the space or they're eating up all your food, or every time they talk on the phone, you tell them, oh, my light bill just went up $100 because you were on the phone for 10 minutes, even though they don't, they're, they're not linked, phone bill and, and light bill aren't linked. You know, if you have that, instead of praying to God to have that family member removed out of your house, why don't you seek God and say, Lord, what is it that you, why is this family member here? How do you want me to minister to that family member? Okay, instead of praying, Lord, get them out of here. Just, I, I can't deal with them anymore. Just say, Lord, well, thank you for having them here. What is it that I need to do in this person's life? What is it that, uh, what role do I play in this person's life, if I play a role at all? It could be you're just there to provide shelter for them. God has a will. So when we're praying and things are happening, what can prayer do for us? It can ensure that we're praying to have God's will done and not our own will. Okay? Um, temptation, again, praying makes sure, ensures that you don't let yourself get entered into temptation. Uh, when you're talking about being sick or if you have some sort of pain um, that you're going through, your natural inclination is to go to a doctor, maybe if you have a sickness going on that you're not sure what's happening there, if it's a real bad cold or broken bones or bad sprains, you run to the doctor. And I'm not saying that you don't consult doctors and you don't take medicine when you need when you need to but it can very easily be that we're focused on so much on getting better that we're tempted to say you know what Instead of praying tonight, I think I'm just going to go to sleep because I'm real tired. You know, instead of actually picking up the Word of God and reading it, even if it's just a few verses before you go to sleep, I'm going to go to sleep. It's okay for me not to read today. It's okay for me not to pray today. I'm tempted. You're being tempted not to do those things when that's the time that you probably should pick up your Word, pick up the Word. That's probably the time you really should start praying instead of falling into temptation of, I'm just going to go to sleep. It's okay if I don't do it because now you're playing a very, very dangerous game by not praying and not reading especially um, before you go to sleep. So prayer makes sure that you also don't let yourself fall into temptation. The next scripture that I want to look at is Matthew chapter 6. So again, some of the things that prayer can do for you is it ensure that it keeps you out of temptation, it gives you strength, and it will ensure that you're asking to do, you're seeking God's will versus your own will. Matthew chapter 6, and let's start in verse number 7. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. So praying that way, not worrying about what it is that you're saying or how you sound to other people, That's really important because you don't know. Many times you can come into a situation, especially if we're talking about, well, how is it that I deal with this trial and tribulation? You have no idea how to deal with that. So instead of worrying about how it sounds to other people and instead of worrying about, oh, I've got to have this perfect prayer because if I don't say it a certain way or if I don't use a certain amount of words or if I'm not praying for a certain length of time, God's not going to understand. Well, it says right here, your father knows the things you need before you even ask him. So when you're praying with your family members as things are coming up, don't worry about, okay, well, I've been in church for 20-some-odd years, and I've got these family members around me that are older than me and been in church longer. I don't know how they're going to think if I pray in front of them, even though this is the right thing to do. Don't worry about that. Just pray. 
Because guarantee you, people aren't going aren't really listening to how you sound. They should be listening to what you're saying. Which is why it's important, even when you're going into church and you're singing songs, you don't worry about how the music sounds. You got to listen to the words. You don't worry about how the message is being delivered. You have to listen to the words that are in the message because that's the way that you really gain that that understanding. That's the way to make sure that if something doesn't sound right, you can check it with the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, I'm not sure what that means. Versus somebody maybe getting up and saying, hey, the sky is blue, and they're getting everybody all riled up, and then you walk out of church, and then you realize, hey, what was that message about? The sky is blue. What does that have to do with anything, okay? So don't worry about how it sounds. Focusing on just making sure you are actually praying, okay? Verse 9, in this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our, of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, underline, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So there you see again, praying make sure allows you to not get let, not to get led into temptation okay praying helps you be um, like we heard uh, a few months ago in, in a message about being a watchman so being on that tower and paying attention to what's happening if you're praying it allows you to get into that watchman type of mentality so that you know what's happening and and you're just seeking God's face all the time so he can point things out to you that if you're not praying you have no idea that they're going to come and then when it does happen something bad happens then Usually you're tempted to, okay, let me deal with the situation myself instead of saying, wait, time out. Let me get on my knees and let me pray. Let me see God's face. Let me ask him to do his will so that this situation can be removed. Okay. Again, you see there in verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So not my will as the person that's praying, but I'm praying just to say, Lord, let your will be done. Because your will gets done, it's far better than if my will gets done. Okay. So that's important. And then verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. How is it that you can walk through this life without forgiveness? Okay, you have to have to no matter who did what to you, it doesn't matter. You have to forgive them. And if you look down at verse 14 and 15, why do you have to forgive them? Well, verse 14, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men of their trespasses, neither will your father forgive you your trespasses. Okay. So praying also puts you in that mode to be able to say, Lord, if there's anybody out there that I haven't forgiven, reveal that person unto me so that I can forgive them. Somehow, Lord, let them know that I forgive them for the wrongs that they have done. Okay? Even if they've never forgiven you, you still have to forgive them. Because if your father doesn't forgive you, if God doesn't forgive you, you're in some big trouble. Okay? You're in some big, big, big trouble. Okay? So no matter what distractions may come into your life, whether it's situations with weather, whether it's financial trouble, family trouble, anything that you're reading about that's happening in other countries, sickness, don't ever, ever, ever forget what can prayer do for you. And obviously prayer is not going to work unless you have faith. So just remember always to pray, to seek God's face, and more importantly, have faith when you're praying because faith is what's going to allow those prayers to be successful. Amen? Okay. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Kyle for the second part of the message.